0: Everybody C-Node here and welcome to Cosmic Calibration slash dopamine. I am your host, Christian Rivera, and uh, I help INTPs connect to themselves and the universe through personality typology. And today I wanted to help you by talking about what is introverted thinking. Now, you might be kind of new to understanding yourself as an INTP, which is great. Welcome. There are a lot of people who are out there helping other INTPs to understand themselves and really understand what these functions are and how to even get introduced to what cognitive functions are. So this is going to be a little bit of a series kind of talking about the four cognitive functions for INTPs, the four main functions. Everybody has eight functions, but the four eight, the, the four lower functions aren't aren't relevant, they call them shadow functions, but they don't really show up in our lives in any meaningful way, so they're really not worth talking about. There's a lot to be learned with the top four functions, or really even the top two functions. There's a ton that you can learn just from those two with your personal development. Now as INTPs, we naturally gravitate towards our introverted thinking and our introverted side of ourselves. So it's going to be more exciting to talk about the introverted side of us, the introverted thinking and introverted sensing parts of our personality. And uh, the extroverted sides can get a little bit tricky and a little bit tough to, to get comfortable with, but we'll be okay. Everything will be fine. We'll work through this. We'll help you understand a little bit more how to access them, how to utilize them, and really just get out into the world and experience things because it's really not all that bad. So we're gonna start with introverted thinking. What is introverted thinking? Now introverted thinking is a function that is commonly known as accuracy if you follow it on Personality Hacker. They are where I learned basically most of my knowledge around INTPs. I also have followed Personality Junkie and uh, AJ Drenth. He's got a couple of really really amazing books on INTPs and my personal favorite is the INTP quest. I'll put a link in the description to that because that's my it's probably one of my favorite books on INTPs in particular. So that was really helpful for understanding sort of the trickiness and absurdity that comes with being an INTP. Because introverted thinking is really, really good at scrutinizing. We scrutinize ourselves, we ask ourselves all sorts of questions, and we are really battling cognitive dissonance at every turn. Introverted thinking is mostly about battling scrutiny, uh, scrutinizing and battling cognitive dissonance in ourselves and often other people as a result of doing it with ourselves, right? So, you know, we do it to ourselves a lot, which means that we kind of, because we're, we're really used to self managing in that sense, that we kind of expect other people to do the same, right? So it gets really tricky when we try to bring our introverted thinking out to other people. And we'll talk about that when we get to the extroverted feeling video in a couple of videos. But, Introverted thinking is really about calibration. And I'm talking about the healthy version of introverted thinking. Introverted thinking is on its own, there's no emotion attached to it. It's about data. It's about collecting data and organizing data. If you think about Tony Stark and all of the data that gets thrown out into uh, into the, into his like studio into his garage basically when he's doing all sorts of work with Jarvis there's little bits and pieces all over you can almost think of them as like little lights and kind of the way that introverted thinking work is works is kind of like that we collect disparate information and we have all sorts of interesting little bits of information that either when you're first starting out as a young INTP, you're sort of just collecting any information you can find, but as you get older, you're starting to focus a little bit and collect information towards things that you're really interested in. Maybe you have a project, some sort of research, or some sort of something that is of interest of you. Maybe you're trying to learn more about your partner. Maybe you're trying to learn more about, uh, you know, uh, computers and maybe writing code or video games or I don't know, something, some other INTP cliche. <laughs> and uh, something that kind of fits what what we need as INTPs or what we want. So we kind of collect disparate information, and at some point through our intuition, or we kind of look at all the data enough, and things just kind of line up. And introverted thinking is really good at looking at all the individual bits of data and connecting them. It's sort of a a combination of TI and NE, but TI is really good at having all of these disparate pieces of information, information, motion, <laughs> organized in our brains. So at any point we can pull all sorts of random trivia from our minds because we feel like it's connected to something that might be useful to us, right? <laughs> and so we're collecting all sorts of random bits and information and usually we can access them pretty quickly, you know? So we have an interesting, unique type of intelligence. Now it's important to remember also that it's an introverted thinking function. So what it means is that it is a subjective thinking process and it gets really tricky because an introverted thinker can really believe that we have an objective thinking process. The goal is to get as close to objectivity as possible. But I think if you're really doing good introverted thinking work you inherently know that there is bias in everything so it's really hard to be completely objective but we're going to still try to get as close to it as we can right so when we are working towards an objectivity it can be really tricky because sometimes we will share our opinion as if it's fact and that kind of again goes into some extroverted feeling stuff but It's it's important to make sure that we understand, and that's a pivotal part of our growth, is that introverted thinking is a subjective thinking experience. So it has to make sense, and really that's one of the that's if you could put something on the tombstone of introverted thinking, it would be that needs to make sense. (laughs) So for us, it needs to make a lot of sense for us to move forward with anything, to to take data seriously it has to make sense to us. There has to be a linear connection point, Uh, not really always linear, but it has to make sense to our experiences, to the way that we collect data and look at things, right? So it's, because it's subjective, again, we are constantly scrutinizing ourselves. So at any point we are leading with a decision-making function. And so we are making all sorts of little decisions throughout our lives. And that can mean that we're a little bit contradictory sometimes, like you can have A conviction towards a thought one day and then you get presented with new information if you're using that extroverted intuition (laughs) you can get all sorts of new information and the next day have a completely different conviction that contradicts the thing that you were thinking yesterday it's kind of like rewriting code we do that in our minds all the time as introverted thinkers we are constantly assessing and rewriting our personal code to sort of come up with new ways to Uh, to approach a problem or to, uh, you know, fill in our sense of knowing, right? So introverted thinking does a lot of that for us and I, I think that's really important to remember. That's, if anything, in terms of advice, that's the thing you should be thinking about a lot is that introverted thinking is a subjective thinking process. Now another problem that can come as a result of introverted thinking and its connection to extroverted feeling inherently, is that we want to correct other people. We can sometimes have, if we're not using extroverted intuition correctly, it can be a little bit rigid, meaning it's gonna pair up with introverted sensing, which we'll talk about in a few videos, and it can get a little bit rigid in terms of looking for perfections and perfect objecting, objection, and can kind of go down the rabbit hole of absurdity. Right? And it start, and you can start correcting people too much. You can start kind of poking at people a little bit too um, inappropriately, I guess you could say. In a way that's just kind of hurtful and not helpful to a common problem. You could be pointing out someone's misspelling and missing the context of what they're trying to say. Right? So while introverted thinking is also about finding truths, because again, we're searching for cognitive dissonance. So I know a lot of people talk about we're looking for truths. Introverted thinkers, we're looking for truths. What we're really looking for is looking for cognitive dissonance to remove to get to a truth, right? We eliminate in order to reveal what is true. That is the work that we do. (laughs) So we gather all sorts of bits of information and then we scrutinize it and we get rid of it. And what's left must be true. That makes sense, right? That makes sense to every introverted thinker. What is left must be true. (laughs) In any context, that's usually the case. So that can get really tricky when it comes to something like nihilism, right? I think a lot of INTPs can sort of absorb a sense of nihilism because we're capable of drilling down and down and down and down so deep that life can get pretty absurd right? And life can get absurd to the point where it's like, well, nothing really means anything if you really think about it, and if you really, really think about it. But I tend to think that if you get to a place where you can drill down to the point of absurdity and not have a clear answer, then there's maybe something along the way that you eliminated that did not need to be eliminated, right? Maybe there's just... Maybe you haven't gotten enough information just yet. And I think sometimes that can be the problem. Not that nihilism is necessarily inherently a bad thing. It can be good for some people. Some people are fine with nihilism. But in terms of uh, gratitude and appreciation and stuff that we're gonna talk about more in terms of extroverted intuition, I think that can happen more likely for an introverted thinker who doesn't experience more life that doesn't get out into the world and experience more things. Because the more information you have, the more information you can properly scrutinize and eliminate to reveal what is actually true instead of revealing nothing to be true. If you're revealing nothing to be true, then you haven't found the information that should be left. Does that make sense? I'm gonna try to to explain that one more time. I think as an IETP you probably understand what I mean, but the point is to eliminate and scrutinize so that there is something left, so that what is left is true. But if you scrutinize so much that you eliminate everything, then you haven't found the thing yet. Does that make sense? So I think that applies to most things for introverted thinkers, and I I want you to contemplate that. Now, I could be wrong. I could be missing information for myself too, but I found in most cases, and including myself, I've gone down the nihilism path. I've done, gone down the atheism path. It's not about. This is not about finding religion or spirituality, and particularly but it's more about gratitude, which we'll talk about in the next segment about extroverted intuition. So for now, I think that covers a lot of what introverted thinking is. And in the Cosmic INTP course, we talk about it a little bit more detail and how I can give some more advice to help you understand your introverted thinking a little bit more and find a way to utilize it as a strength And become better at sifting in ways that are actually helpful and rewriting your own personal code in ways that are helpful and connecting your introverted thinking to other functions because again introverted thinking in its own in a vacuum can be kind of cold and sometimes cruel and mean because You're just trying to point out truths, and you're trying to point out—you're not point out truth, but you're trying to remove dissonance. And sometimes that means not considering extroverted intuition needs, or extroverted feeling needs, or introverted sensing needs. And if you just do it in a vacuum, then you're just—you're just demolishing things for the sake of demolishing things. There has to be kind of a purpose tied to it. So that's why we talk about that in the cosmic calibration program. So. In the link below, bit.ly slash CosmicINTP is the Cosmic Calibration Program. It's CosmicINTP, all lowercase, and uh, it's the Cosmic Calibration Program. It's 15 segments, 15 audio segments of me talking and sharing my experiences, how I've kind of grown from, with, from and with my functions and connected them a little bit better in ways that have given me a greater sense of gratitude, kind of connected me to the universe in positive ways, connected me to myself better, given myself some some confidence uh, grew in my relationships and in business and all sorts of other things. So bit.ly slash cosmicintp all lowercase and you have access to me through Voxer throughout the course so you can ask me specific questions as they come up and we can talk about your specific context and I can give you all sorts of advice and we can talk about concepts and have fun. It'll be great. So go ahead and sign up for that below and um, the next video we're going to talk about what is introverted intuition which is a fun one (laughs) all right i've been c note and i'll catch you guys next time on cosmic calibration and dopamine see ya